0: Today on the Daily Gator Daily Thought, a new lineup for the Daily Gator Daily Thought. And just three quick topics to talk about. Uh, I will start doing these again regularly tomorrow, which is Friday. And after that, for the, for the foreseeable future, I'm going to do these Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and skip Monday, Thursday, Saturday. Uh, it's going to be too big a load on me being the caregiver for my mom taking her dialysis picking her up from dialysis having increasingly uh, an increasing rate of days i have to fix all her meals and uh make sure the insulin shot's done make sure the medication's right uh so it's it's kind of wearing me out a little bit so i'm gonna back off uh, doing six of these a week i'm just gonna just go to four right now and the day she goes to Dallas's uh i'm not gonna do one except for tuesday so uh, Thursday and Saturday, I'll just, uh, just have to do dialysis. Won't do one of these. So anyway, again, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. And that begins regularly tomorrow, which is Friday, the, uh, 4th of March. Now, three quick topics. Let's start off with, uh, an Alabama man. And no, this is not a joke about rednecks. Uh, but from the outkick, there's a man in Alabama who had his license plate on his truck recalled. He requested a certain thing on his uh, his customized license plate. He got it from the state. He paid his money. He waited a certain length of time to get it. But now it's offensive and they have to have it back or else he will be in mucho big trouble. And Clay Travis had this story. And Travis notes that it turns out in the state of Alabama, of all places You cannot drive around with a license plate that says L-G-B-F-J-B because someone in the state capitol has determined that such a license plate has objectionable language. Now, when I first saw the plate, I didn't read the story and just saw the picture and kept going, what could that mean? How could it be offensive or derogatory or whatever? I think it's basically the first three letters, L-G-B, and the person went lesbian, gay, bisexual, and just lost their mind at that point and decided it must be objectionable because this is a white, gr- white guy driving a Ford pickup truck, really the only kind of pickup truck there is, uh, in the state of Alabama. So by God, it's got to be racist because Alabama and Ford pickup trucks. Uh, and also it is a uh, a, a plate with uh, the, uh, the snake from the uh, gadsden flag you know don't tread on me flag uh which of course means uh means uh is one that is is a symbol that's very very beloved in the pro second amendment community so the state issued the license he paid several hundred dollars got get the plate put it on his truck and now they're recalling it that decision was handed down by the by the state to a man named Nathan Kirk. Uh, there's a picture of him on the Outkick website, proudly displaying the plate on his Ford F-150. King's Ranch Edition, or the King Ranch Edition. So that's that's quite a chunk of change he's driving around. I may ask him for a loan. Kirk, who owns the Blunt County Tactical Gun Store in Winota, Alabama, told AL.com that he's ready to fight the state of God Bama via a First Amendment case because they didn't give him a reason. And I don't see, I can't think of anything that would would be offensive about LGBF than a space than JB. Uh, The Alabama Department of Revenue Motor Vehicles Division has determined the above reference license plate contains objectionable language. Objectionable, I say, which is considered by the department to be offensive to the peace and dignity of the state of, by God, Alabama, the letter reads. Kirk argues that it's just letters and open to interpretation. My point is, he said, it's letters. It could be my kids' initials. It could be my grandmother or grandfather. It's just letters. It doesn't spell anything. But it looks, I think, because of the LGB. I think that's what set them off. And they just, it has to be offensive. Damn it, they want to be offended, and you can't take that from the leftists. They are only happy when they're offended aggrieved, pissed off, pissed on, uh, whatever. They are only happy when they're victims and angry and bitter and butthurt. Uh, Kirk told the Trustville Tribune, now that's an honest paper. By God, if you read it in the Trustville Tribune, you can put that right, right next to the Bible, by God. Uh, That he bought the Ford truck in October and decided to go to the personalized plate route. Uh, The plate arrived in January due to what Kirk says was an aluminum shortage. Thanks for that, Joe Biden. And uh, to make the plate, and he threw his prized possession on the truck. Actually put it on with screws and probably a screwdriver. That's few Florida State grads. I don't want you to think y'all can just throw the license plate or stick to the truck. You know, y'all you get some pretty goofy ideas there, down there in Tallahassee. Uh, by February, the state was coming after Kirk for the plate. It's been on the road for a month and it was approved a long time ago. It was approved immediately when I bought it, Kirk told the newspaper. They didn't have any issue taking the six or 700 bucks it cost me. Well, the government will take your money and they may still want to screw you, but they're going to keep the money. Uh, duh, 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 duh. uh, excuse me there, sorry, my uh, computer is rebelling. The state says Kirk has 10 days to return to plate or the truck's registration will be revoked and he'll be issued a $500 fine for causing imaginary offense to some whiny liberal. Ultimately, the truck could be impounded because someone at the state level is offended by six letters on a piece of aluminum aluminum for you British people. Uh, as has been the case across the country in other license plate showdowns, <laughs> I get the image of some bureaucrat with a uh, license plate and a, a nice, decent American citizen out there with them throwing license plates at each other at high noon or something. Uh, the key to winning battle against states is to create a big of big as seen as possible, which then makes the government vultures go away. It's like uh, bad publicity for them. They don't like it. Take the case of the old Idaho man behind the uh, bumper sticker. It said, uh, had the Idaho license plate. Really nice license plate, by the way. Good job, Idaho. Uh, but on the plate is OJ, OJ did it. Uh, that was attached to his white Ford Bronco now both these trucks are whites could this be racism? I bet Nicole Hannah-Jones could find uh, the, 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 the uh, communist uh, con artist and fake race baiter who, who founded the 1619 project or wrote the, the hunk of garbage that is a, uh 1619 project and is always a victim uh, I went to high school with that guy. That's what Tra- uh, Clay Travis writes. The key to getting the state off the back was a full-on offensive across Boise media, including radio appearances. Of course, Kirk is going to fight this. Is going to galvanize his customers against the state and the government machine. He'll do well, I think, because he'll get publicity. Good for him. He's going to sell more guns, ammo, and his business is going to gain national attention from this fight with the state. Uh, needless to say the bureaucrat responsible for, desi- for deciding Kirk's plate was objectionable likely had a zero idea this guy already had an audience and now is going to have an even bigger platform to point out the absurdity of government miscalculation government official uh, and thank you for taking your stand there sir uh, you certainly have the support of the Daily Gator uh, blog and the Daily Gator daily thought podcast I'm there for you brother <clears throat> and I guess the only question to ask of this guy is uh, that's pertinent or important is, well, in the state of Alabama it would be, is it Roll Tide or War Eagle? Uh, and those are dangerous words in the state of Alabama. Now let's talk about Stand Your Ground Laws. BearingArms.com uh, Ranjit Singh wrote a piece called Stand Your Ground Laws are Not not a license to kill and don't make murder legal because the left's been saying this for a while that stand your ground laws are actually shoot first laws in other words you can just shoot anybody you want to and claim self-defense of course they know that's a lie it's an egregiously bad lie they know that they don't care they just want to get your gun away from you and they do lie all day long if they can do that another day another brazen lie That's the gun control movement strategy, as the writers here have documented numerous times before. One of the lies that continuously is repeated by gun grab lobby, who I call the cult of gun control, is that stand your ground, also known as SYG laws, allow people to, quote, shoot first with careless abandon. The paid professional liars at every town did this just yesterday. And this was from a few days ago. Uh, they put out a, tw- a uh, tweet on Twitter, and it says, shoot first laws, commonly known as stand-your-ground laws, essentially make murder legal. Bald face lie. They know it, and they don't care. Uh, the only category of, of homicide, the legal term for murder was homicide, would be justifiable homicide, also known as self-defense. Uh, They make that legal, but that's already been legal because this country is founded on several principles, one of them being the Castle Doctrine, that you basically have a right in your home to defend yourself and your person, and that law should extend outside the home. If someone attacks you and trying to kill you, uh, take your child, uh, assault you, threaten your lives or your family with you, you have a right to kill the bastard, frankly. Uh, the tweet continues, stand your ground is an intentional choice by the gun lobby to misrepresent what these laws really are. And their tweet has a little little meme made up that says, shoot first uh, laws are licensed to kill. With stand your ground laws uh, taken away, uh, crossed out there. Uh, shoot first laws, coming stand your ground laws, essentially make murder legal. Stand Your Ground is an intentional choice by the gun lobby to misrepresent what these laws really are. Really, Singh writes, SYG laws against Stand Your Ground laws are, essentially make murder legal. To verify what a typical SYG law actually states, let's take a look at the text of Florida's Stand Your Ground law, and that one's gotten the most attention. Remember a few years ago, this group, I believe it was Moms Demand Action started spouting this, that homicides had gone up since Stand Your Ground was passed in Florida. And I actually looked it up and I found Florida and some other states, homicides had not gone up. A specific category had gone up a little bit. That category, I already referenced it once. It's the justifiable homicide In other words, self-defense. So more people had had killed an attacker in self-defense, defending their own life, the life of their family, or whoever's with them, perhaps. Completely justifiable, completely legal, and nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, no one wants to kill or shoot anybody, but if someone's going to take your life and you can shoot them and save yourself or your family from such a fate, that's a good thing. And if you don't think it's a good thing, you are a moral uh, a moral idiot. <coughs> I'll be nice. I won't say what I used to say. But moral idiot. And you have an agenda, and the agenda of the gun control crowd, the cult of gun control, is to disarm you because they cannot stand the fact that you might be able to defend yourself. They don't believe in that. They're collectivists. The left all are collectivists. And individualism, which which is the basic foundation of this country, uh, individualism believes in individual liberties. It's not collective rights. They're individual rights given by the good Lord above. Now here's language from the Florida Stand Your Ground Law. Uh Use or threaten use of force in defense of person. Number one, a person is justified in using or threatening to use force, except deadly force, against another when and to the extent that the person reasonably believes believes that such conduct is necessary to defend himself or herself or another against the other's imminent use of unlawful force. A person who uses or threatens to use force in accordance with this subsection does not have a duty to retreat before using or threatening to use such force. Uh, Give me just a second. Uh, Number two, a person is justified in using or threatening to use deadly force if he or she reasonably believes that using or threatening to use such force is necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself or herself or another or to prevent the imminent commission of a forcible felony. A person who uses or threatens to use deadly force in accordance with this subsection does not have a duty to retreat and has a right to stand his or her ground if the person using or threatening to use deadly force is not engaged in a criminal activity and is in a place where she or he has a right to be. In other words, if you're a law-abiding citizen, and someone threatens to, I'm going to kick their butt or your butt, or uh, whatever, and you tell them, "Hey, I will defend myself." That's non deadly force. And the same with deadly force. If you are threatened with deadly force, you have a right to defend yourself. If you're in fear that you or someone with you, your child, maybe your wife, maybe your husband, maybe a friend, maybe someone who just happens to be chatting with you at a bus stop, and someone approaches you and threatens great bodily harm you can you can if you are in legal possession of a firearm in the state of Florida you can threaten and then use that deadly force if you are in reasonable fear for your life or, or the life of the people with you the person with you or for, or uh, to prevent great bodily harm very simple shoot first that's a lie don't believe it Uh, And I'm sure the media will never correct these these, uh, buffoons at the gun control groups. Uh, But anyway, Singh writes that bearing arms, the text of the law makes it clear that the use of defensive force is lawful only if a person reasonably believes that such force is necessary. The word reasonable is key. When someone uses force unreasonably, they get convicted for it. The law does not say anything about shooting another person first, as every town falsely claims. Of course, for the gun control group, if all you want is what you want, which is disarm the American people, then in your own mind, you're perfectly justified to lie. Because these people are basically murderers. That's what they say. When they make this claim that these laws are shoot-first laws, they're labeling every person who conceals, carries, open carries, carries a firearm for self-defense. They're saying they're all just basic, basically cold-blooded murders. Second, the person the law applies only if the person uses defensive force is not engaged in a criminal activity, and has a right to be present in the place where the need to use defensive force is created. Again, by the actions of another. Again, there's nothing about shoot first in the text of this statute. Uh, Every town also put out this tweet. And has the same thing with these uh, shoot first laws or license to kill with the stand your ground uh, crossed out. But they tweet unlike traditional self defense laws in all 50 states, shoot first laws make it legal for anyone, anyone to shoot and kill another person in a situation, even where they know they could have safely walked away. Uh, I'm going to guess, it has nothing to do with the law but I bet you a high, high, high percentage of people who carry firearms for self-defense, they're going to do whatever they can not to have to threaten that weapon or to pull that weapon or to use that weapon. If I'm in a situation where I can ignore somebody who's harassing me on the freeway, if I can take a quick exit, get away from them, uh, whatever, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to confront them. I'm not Mr. Oh, I'll pull over and we can settle it. No, I don't play that game. That's how you get yourself killed or get yourself in prison or get yourself in a bad way. Don't do that. Be responsible. Make every effort not to be in a situation. Make every effort to get out of it peacefully. But if you're stuck in a situation where you really don't have a choice, someone has pulled a knife on you, they're approaching you with a... uh, a shovel an axe a firearm whatever and they're threatening you you really you really probably don't have a lot of choice at that point i mean basically what can you choose you don't want to get shot in the back or in the in the face your only alternative many times in that situation is to pull your weapon say i am a concealed carry whatever you want to do whatever the people who train you tell you to do uh but you're well within your God-given rights to defend yourself. Anyone who says otherwise, I'm just going to say it—they're serving the purpose of evil. They may not know they're 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 uh, uh, serving evil, but they are unbelievable. And go read the rest of the piece. That's a good one. There's some more tweets from Everytown in there. Uh, good stuff from Bearing Arms and. These tweets from uh, the Moms Demand Action Group came out late in February. This piece was written February 23rd, so a little over a week ago. Go to Bearing Arms, read it, and uh, you will be enriched by it, I think. Now, Juan Williams, you remember him. He used to work, uh, well, he's worked several places. NPR fired him uh, for really nothing. Uh, He worked for... Oh, excuse me Fox News for quite a while. And he drove me nuts, drove everyone. That's because he's an idiot. I mean, Juan Williams, as I've always said this. He seems like a really nice guy, genuinely nice. i'm I'm not mocking him. But that man's brain is about half as effective as a turkey's. And a turkey is not the smartest animal on earth. Let's be honest. he they're not that bright in terms of the animal kingdom, and Juan Williams isn't that bright. And he has a piece out <clears throat> uh, where he blamed the, the the violent crime increases. Guess who he blamed? Thugs? Of course, not gangbangers, uh, DAs who are lax on crime. No, he blamed the GOP, of course, because Juan's a Democrat. And Democrats need dummies like Juan to go spread their message. They can pat him on his little head and send him running, give him a treat. Okay, Juan, go fetch me the paper now. Uh, Basically, that's his uh, intellectual depth. But uh, this is what he wrote in part. Uh, He wrote, Republicans are ready to use the nationwide rise in violent crime against Democrats in the midterm elections. That's odd, he writes. Yes, the murder rate is up, but seven of the ten states with the highest murder rates voted for former President Trump in 2020. What does that have to do with anything, One, Nothing. Most of those murders involved guns and took place in southern states with lax gun control laws enacted by Republican governors and legislatures. Uh, so how can Democrats be attacked as a party responsible for the rise in crime? Again, Juan's not a smart man. He doesn't know anything, apparently, about all these DAs with the revolving door on the prisons. Oh, you committed 40 violent fellers. You got this many rec- violent rec- uh, arrests, this many violent convi- convictions. And yeah, keep on letting them out. Keep on letting them out. Got 200 bucks bail. You get- have a Coke on you. I'll take my change for the Coke machine, and that'll be your bail. That it's not—that's an exaggeration, obviously. But the soft on crime, uh, defund the police, empty the prison mentality of the far left is what is causing the violent crime spike. Uh, now, <clears throat> Tom Knight, in writing for uh, Bearing Arms on this piece, had a really good response to to Mister Williams. He says, I don't know, maybe the fact that Democrats have been taking a soft on crime approach for the last couple of years, one so soft it's only just shy of actually installing revolving doors on jail cells. Or how about the fact that while Williams may be right on the state level, but when you break it down to the local level, the highest murder rates are found on counties that voted overwhelmingly for Biden. That's right, President Mumbles. But guns, William cried. That would actually make a valid point, except that it doesn't, Knighton writes. We've long known that the vast majority of guns obtained by criminals aren't through lawful means. That would stun one if he had an ounce of brain cell left. They're not generally buying from law-abiding citizens conducting an otherwise lawful face-to-face transfer. Those are often too risky. No, they're either stealing them, buying them via the black market after someone else stole them, or via a straw purchase. The first two are the preferred method, of course, but straw purchases can and do take place. All these are, of course, illegal. In other words, these are the actions of criminals. So why should anyone support new laws that only impose a burden on law-abiding citizens simply because the previous laws that only impose a burden on law-abiding citizens failed to do their job? For all these laws that people like Juan Williams want, One dynamic would have to change. Criminals would have to start obeying laws. Juan still isn't bright enough to figure that one out, apparently. Those same laws that many prosecutors in Democratic cities are opting not to prosecute people for breaking, it should be noted. Of course, no one is surprised that Williams is pushing this tired line. He's pushing a narrative that Democrats want to be pushed ahead of the midterms, and he's sincerely hoping that voters won't see the pushback. and the piece is uh it's good go read the rest but again i don't i don't know why anyone seriously would hire Juan williams to take the garbage to the curb he'd probably get lost he's not a smart man and this stubborn maybe it's just his stubborn re- stubbornness and reluctance uh to ever abandon the democratic party because one I think at some level he knows that the Democratic Party has kicked intelligence and thoughtful uh, discussion and meaningfulness to the curb a long time ago. It's a party that lies, 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 and either wants too stupid to figure it out, or he just cannot accept that the Democratic Party has sunk to this level. I don't know what it which it is, uh, but one wake up dude seriously seriously wake up now thank you for listening my friends this was a quick little edition of the show i haven't done one in a few days but again tuesday wednesday friday sunday that's the new schedule for the show it uh, will begin tomorrow uh sometime around maybe noon or one eastern it should uh, hit the hit the uh the anchor by spotify podcast and it should also hit on the delegator daily thoughts or excuse me the delegator.com the blog that started it all and again thank you for your patience your understanding i apologize about the the schedule uh but uh sometimes when you're a caregiver know, sometimes things just it's like it just gets out of control a little bit and you have to take a little time extra time calm down and uh uh, adjust your your duties, so to speak. And thank you for everything. God bless you. Take care. If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America and go Gators. Thank you for everything for all the time you listen, my friend. And yes, again, I will talk to you tomorrow. New schedule's out. You know what's going on. Keep fighting the good fight, and I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Y'all be good to one another, okay?